This is the Fly Culture Podcast with me, your host, Pete Tigers. Welcome to the very first Fly Culture podcast. My name is Pete Tigers. This is something I've wanted to do for so long. I'm a big fan of podcasts and wanted to try and bring one myself that sat alongside our magazine Fly Culture. What I plan to do with these is sit down with anglers across the UK and hopefully beyond and talk to them about fly fishing, what it means to them, why they love it, and try and get some hints and tips as well that you might find interesting. But my hope is that whether you're traveling to fishing, if you're at work, if you're sitting in your car and stuck in traffic, that you'll enjoy this podcast. I've got a great list of people already signed up to sit down and talk with me. So I'm really excited to release some more details about those very, very shortly. I'm going to be doing the first interview in about a week's time or so. That's going to be a great interviewee. I've known him a very, very long time and it's going to be a really, really interesting one. So that I'm looking forward to immensely. The plan for the podcast is that it will sit alongside our hard copy magazine. If you haven't seen Fly Culture already, I'm really pleased and proud to say that we've completed our first cycle of a year. So that's four issues that we've put out. With the magazine, what we concentrate on really is not how-to articles, but really good stories and photography about fly fishing, what it means to us, why we love it, a good day on the water, a good day on the water in the company of friends, whether we've caught fish or not caught fish. But what I try and do with each issue is try and rotate the writers as well, so that when this arrives through your letterbox each quarter, you don't know what you're going to get. Everything's fresh, everything's new, but one thing I guarantee is that it's packaged really nicely. It's great writing, great photography, that the feedback that we're getting so far is that our readership are really, really enjoying what we're doing as well, which is great to hear as well. We've got lots more planned for the magazine looking ahead and the content that we're working on again is from interesting people that you're going to find a great read. So I'm, I'm really excited with how we're progressing with it. It's been a great big steep learning curve for me certainly but I'm learning now a lot about how to put a magazine together, how to work with contributors as well and I'm really lucky that um, there's a great team involved with the magazine as well so um, it's been an absolute pleasure and privilege to work on and I'm really looking forward to keep working into the next cycle of magazines as well so I've already started on the next one and that's in really really good shape so I'm sort of ahead of schedule with that and I'm going to keep pushing that one a little bit more. Coming back to the podcast, what I thought I would do, because this is really more of an introductory one more than anything else, I don't have an interview on this one, but what I thought I would do is give you a look inside Fly Culture magazine, the hard copy um, version, and read you a piece from the spring issue called Two Beer Buzz, written by Ray Coromoto. Even by Spanish standards, 5pm was a late start to lunch. The restaurant was only a few minutes' walk from the River Segre, along the banks of one of its many tributaries, which was running low and clear as we took our seats at the empty outdoor terrace. It was a local place, 
There was no need for signs or menus because the locals know where it is and what it serves. Empty beer crates and plastic chairs advertising Spanish beers were strewn haphazardly across the concrete terrace. A flimsy chain-length fence surrounded the terrace, probably to keep drunks and kids from falling in the water. Fat raindrops began pounding the corrugated metal roof, the start of an autumn thunder shower. The food at this place was either going to be really good or really bad. Our guide ordered for my fishing buddy and me in rapid-fire Catalan to our sniffling waitress, who clearly should have called in sick. She returned with our drinks, which in my case was an ice-cold Estrella beer in a long-necked bottle, its sweat beads glistening in the hot Spanish afternoon sun. The food followed, served from a round plastic tray that resembled an oversized San Miguel bottle cap. It was superb. I ordered another Estrella as we used the last of our bread to wipe our plates clean. Despite eating too much, I was on my way to a two-beer buzz, which every beer drinker knows but quickly forgets, as it is usually a brief stop on the way to somewhere else, like a piss break by the side of the road. A third beer would have gone down easily, a fourth even easier, but they would have taken away from the fishing yet to be done. As I nursed my second beer, I thought about how my self-imposed two-beer limit came about. It was many years ago in South Africa. I had a terrific guide, the kind that really knew his stuff, the sort of guy that I knew I would enjoy hanging out with off the water. We fished the Ellenspad, a gem of a river outside Cape Town that fishes better the further one hikes from its primary access point. We got an early start and fished up river away from the car, hopping on boulders and hitting pocket water under the intense summer sun before hiking out to a late afternoon lunch. Cheap eats are few and far between in Stellenbosch, so we were more or less forced to eat one of those upmarket restaurants that boasts an extensive wine menu. I like wine, but we were just a little tired and very thirsty, which meant only beer would do. We asked for two castles from our disapproving waiter, then two more, and so on. It was a fitting end to the first half of our day, but when the senior citizen early bird dinner crowd started arriving, it was a clear sign that it was getting late and that we needed to get back on the water. This was my first time fishing drunk, but aside from what seemed like abnormally difficult wading, it felt as natural as anything. I was fantasising myself casting like Lefty Cray when the guide spotted the day's best fish moving in a tricky lie, and I miraculously covered it. It came to the fly, but due to my condition I missed it. Maybe I'd have hooked it if I was sober, maybe I wouldn't, but in an instant the day was ruined. The guide politely pretended that rising the fish was really all that mattered, but after a few more half-hearted casts, I called it quits. I was angry and feeling sorry for myself as we headed back to the car. As we merged onto the highway, we heard an odd noise outside the car. It turned out to be my reel, which were in my emotional state I had left on the roof. The guide last saw it bouncing down the highway in the rearview mirror, throwing sparks in the fading light. I drained my second and final Estrella, just as the thunderstorm subsided. Thunderstorms are common in this part of the Catalonian mountains in the autumn, but fortunately the rivers don't colour easily, so we still had good water and at least an hour of daylight left. Our enthusiastic guide generously offered to stay with us as long as we wanted, but seemed to regret his offer after he fell into the river. The day ended with him changing into dry clothes in the headlights of our car. It was our first time fishing in this part of the world, and we didn't have exactly the right flies, but the fishing was good and challenging, 
so we promised to do it again next year. My fishing buddy had the early signs of a cold acquired over a delicious Catalonian lunch, but on balance it seemed a fair price to pay. So as we come to the end of our very first podcast, our introductory podcast, I thought I'd tell you a little bit about more about the magazine in that at the very beginning we don't have editorial. We try and describe what fishing means to us in just 12 or so lines and I thought I'd finish off by reading those to you very very quickly and again this is from the spring issue um, and this is really by way instead of a editorial. Beginning the countdown to the start of a new season when you tie six identical flies. Having a good breakfast with friends before hitting the water. Taking pleasure in sorting out your messed up fly box. Seeing your first big hatch of the year. Running as quickly as you can to net a big one for a friend. Waiting for a fish to eat the bugs stuck in a back eddy. Loving snook as much as bones. Carrying on when the sole of your wading boot comes off. Fishing a dry no matter what. Feeling the pulse quicken when a salmon rolls near your fly. Picking a wind knot out for your leader. This is our life. This is fly culture. So I hope you've enjoyed this very first Fly Culture podcast. I'll be announcing details of the next podcast very, very shortly. You can find us on Fly Culture Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. And if you fancy buying a copy of Fly Culture, flyculturemag.com. You can find us on there. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this one. I hope you'll consider subscribing to it and giving the next one a go as well. Let me know. You can contact me if there's any questions. Drop me a message through the Fly Culture website as well. And I'll be really happy to include those questions and try and answer them as well, if that may be of interest to you. But this is Pete Tiger signing off for the first Fly Culture podcast. Wishing you good fishing and looking forward to doing the next podcast for you. <laughs>